Hello and welcome to another episode of Goodcast, a podcast produced by Goodwill Industries of Fort Worth. I'm your host, Justin, and today we've got a couple different topics to explore for this episode. As the title suggests, we're going to take a look at the many youth programs that Goodwill offers to its community, but we'll also be discussing the benefits of transitional programs. We're going to talk with Kristen Williams, our Regional Director of Youth and Rehabilitation Programs. I'll play a couple clips from previous Summer Earn and Learn and Camp Independence videos, and we'll learn all about our new Youth Job Skills Program. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Kristen Williams. Um, I am the Regional Director of Youth and Rehabilitation Programs, um, and I've been with Goodwill Industries of Fort Worth for, um, this is my 13th year. Okay, awesome. Have you always been in the workforce development side of it? I have not. No, I've had many different opportunities with Google Fort Worth. So I worked in um, back when community engagement was called marketing. Um, mm-hmm. I worked um, there. Um, I had kind of some split duties. We're doing um, marketing with obviously the stores and, and donated goods side, but also with marketing our career school. But my first job when I first got hired on with Goodwill um, was the uh, North Texas Institute recruiter. So I was my job was to bring um, students into the school. Okay. And then it just kind of morphed from there, um, which was wonderful. It, I've had such an adventure <laughs> working for Goodwill Forward. Then fundraising with our golf tournament. So I've, I've had a lot of different, different hats. And then in 2015, I moved over back over to workforce development and have been there ever since. Not long after that, we got a big grant with um, the state Texas Workforce Commission to um, help individuals that are homeless or at imminent risk of homelessness. So um, that's what I started on. Um, And then from there, just kind of morphed into um, the education side of things, which is what I really do love in working with youth and people with disabilities. So even when I moved over to workforce development, my job has even morphed um, from there, which has been great. Right. I'd I'd be interested to hear a little bit about how, um, how you approach those different programs that are targeted to like different populations because NTI is probably for older folks or who are looking to get their career in a, a certain field. And now you're working with youth. Um, so how have you kind of adapted either like your teaching style or like your work method? Yeah, you're absolutely right. So with each new program that you, um, you know, manage or take over or run, um, you have to look at your target audience um, and you know, the best ways to approach them. So, you know, how you're going to work with somebody that is experiencing homelessness is going to be different than, you know, someone that's looking to get a professional truck driving credential. You know, it's making those those connections about what their goals are. I think that's the commonality for everybody. I think when you um, actually have a real conversation with somebody, then that gives you a roadmap of how you can best um, help them. I know just from talking to like people across the organization that a lot of our programs are tailored to specific individuals when they enroll or are going through the uh, intake process. Um, Absolutely. That makes sense. So tell me a little bit about our youth programs that Goodwill Fort Worth has. Yeah. So um, the first one we have is um, it's, we've actually call it E-squared. 
um, but it stands for education and employment equals success. Um, and that's for 16 to 24 year olds um, that reside in Tarrant County that have um, dropped out of the traditional learning setting of, of public school or charter school or, or whatever. Um, there's a couple options, homeschool even, we've had some homeschool students um, and they're looking to obtain their high school equivalency with the state of Texas. Our E-Squared program is super cool. We've had a ton of success stories that have been featured in the past that you can find on our YouTube channel. So we'll do a deeper dive on it at a later date. But for now, let's cover Goodwill's summer programs, which serve as transitional opportunities for youth with disabilities. We have two summer programs uh, with youth with disabilities that are, are big. Um, the first one is Summer Earn and Learn. And again, that is a partnership with Workforce Solutions for Tarrant County. Um, and we work with youth 16 to 22 years of age um, with varying different disabilities. Um, it's also, we work with the uh, Texas Workforce Solutions Vocational Rehab Services. So um, it's a kind of a, a three-way partnership again. Um, we receive referrals from Vocational Rehab Services because they're the ones that have students with disabilities on their caseload because they offer them services throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and those students then come to us, they get a work readiness training. Um, and then from there, they get placed into a work site. I've used the term transitional program a couple times now. So real quick, we're gonna define what that means. If we're talking specifically about youth with disabilities, these are programs that are meant to help individuals prepare for life after high school that can include, but aren't limited to, vocational training, life skills, and community outings. I came across a research paper from the Department of Education that quotes another document from the PACER Center, an organization that champions individuals with disabilities. In it, they state that a successful transition plan provides the basic structure for preparing an individual to live, work, and play in the community as fully and independently as possible. And this is something that our summer programs strive to do. Um, In Goodwill, Fort Worth, we established those work sites with many different community businesses. So um, the Omni Hotel, the city of Fort Worth is a huge partner of ours through all of their many different departments. We've had um, animal shelters recently come on board, mm-hmm. umpteenth million retail locations, food service, um, JPS Hospital, Baylor Scott and White Hospital. We're looking to add Cook's children. So a lot of many different placements and those students come from all out of Tarrant County. So not just Fort Worth, they come from Arlington, they come from the mid cities area. And then we work to obviously place them in their neighborhood. So a young person from Grapevine is not going to be sent to Southeast Fort Worth. They're going to be sent to a business in Grapevine. Right. They work for five weeks, a minimum of 15 weeks, a maximum of 30. And uh, they earn a paycheck and work experience. Some of them have work readiness trainers that are um, with them you know, for the first week on the job, um, all the way up to the full five weeks, if that's the support that they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know last year we did uh, a partnership with Grapevine Parks and Rec, um, and they were working at the facility. And I actually got to talk to two people who had gone through the program, one that was currently enrolled and one that was in summer earn and learn the previous summer and now had like a full-time or part-time job there. Two years ago, I was in the summer and learn program. I uh, clock in and I come up here and then work. I do the laundry first, lockers, if they need to be open. 
I help uh, counting how many people are in the fitness room and how many are running on the track and helping in the front desk, checking people in. I get to learn how to use equipment that I never used before. I have learning disabilities, so it takes me a while to think of process and talking about stuff. Um, I enjoy the uh, job, I think, because I have a kind heart and I, I will be friends with anybody. You know, we have been doing this, like you said, for, for a little while now, since 2017, I believe. And um, yeah, we have some youth that come back. And then, like you said, they um, and business partners that come back because they end up really they're kind of apprehensive at first. But when they go through it and they do it, they come back year after year um, and they do. You're absolutely right. They hire on some of our young people, which is just even more of a success because um, they sometimes it's their first job that they've mm -hmm. ever had. So they're really, really proud. And we are proud of them. And then in that same kind of area, we have camp independence, right? We do. So summer for the rehabilitation programs are very busy time of year. <laughs> camp independence um, concentrates on the same population of youth, um, same age group, 16 to 22. Um, they have some sort of, of documented disability and they come to us for a two week period, Monday through Friday, um, all day, and they learn those those work readiness skills. So, um, you know, personal hygiene, how to interact with coworkers, punctuality, um, you know, all of those things that um, we probably all could have benefited from in high school, that kind of training. Right. But, um, yeah, they go through that. Um, we make it fun. They have activities, um, you know, depending on how things, the climate you know, irons out by summer. Um, we typically like to do field trips to different businesses so that they can, you know, experience the different industries and job opportunities that are out there for them. And a lot of these students will overlap for us. So they'll they'll get both. They'll do SEAL and they'll do camp and some some not, but we mm -hmm. do see a lot of students that are, you know, end up doing both. Right. Okay. I was a little curious about that, like how you would specifically place them into, or, you know, what, what is the difference between the two of those specifically and how you decide um, which one an individual or both, uh, how an individual would be placed into one. Is that dependent on the number of employers or businesses that we're paired with, or is it more of that one-on-one -on -one intake process? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, um, Everything with the rehabilitation programs is referral based. So everything that we do there comes through vocational rehab services as a referral from a, we call them a VR counselor, or vocational rehab counselor. So they have to refer them over and it really depends on, you know, their discretion and the students and their, their circle of people, whether they have an actual guardian or, you know, they're underage and it's their parent and guardian, they decide, you know, what they feel like they would benefit from. So it's really based on that. Um, so we get the referrals in. Now, as far as for SEAL, we have a set amount of people that we're, we're looking to serve each year. So this year it's 161 youth. So we know that ahead of time and we look for um, those amount of job placements. So to anticipate that we're going to get that many, you know, young people in our doors, we want to make sure we have enough 
job placements for them. It does help that, you know, we now have a virtual platform. So that's mm-hmm. something that we didn't really ever do before. Um, but as everyone has adapted through, you know, 2020 and now into 2021, um, but that's been, that's been an added bonus because we've been able to create online content and hone our, our instructor skills virtually and students have adapted. They've adapted really very beautifully. So that allows us to offer, you know, another audience Mm -hmm. that, you know, we may not have been able to capture before. You might remember in our last episode that this was a topic that was pretty common for our Grapevine participants in STARS as well. For a lot of youth with disabilities, parents and guardians included, finding a path after high school can be pretty intimidating. And on the flip side, employers who may not know otherwise may have misconceptions surrounding individuals with disabilities. By bridging those gaps, we're able to create a more cohesive community and help individuals become more independent with their established skills. One of my counselors in my school found it for me because I was struggling to what do I want to do for my future career. I didn't know what kind of job that I wanted. I didn't know where I was going to work or how to apply for a job or what to be looking for in a job. Now that I'm here learning, learning like work ethics and like certain things like about banking and things like that, um, that is really fun as well. So it's really interesting, uh, the education that has has been done with just employers in general throughout the years. Mm -hmm. And each year we get to add a new employer and open their eyes. Um, and they're so grateful at the end and just um, most of the time really excited to participate next summer. What unique barriers to employment do youth have? I know when people think about our employment programs, they usually refer to them as like second chance. And that's like true for maybe some of our individuals at our programs. But, um, you know, for a lot of them, it is like a first chance as well to get into employment. So what are some of the things that they might struggle with or might come needing assistance with? Immediately, it kind of popped to my mind um, because we kind of talked about, you know, the young people with disabilities. I mean, people already kind of know what those barriers are. And for the most part, it's with them just educating people um, and finding a job that enhances their abilities. So for for them, it's it's really finding what's a good fit um, and education for employers. Um, but for our you know our E squared and our youth job skills, we have um, youth specialists and transition specialists that work with them on a um, daily basis to ensure they're successful in the program. And I call it the the safe zone, the bubble that they're in while they're in the program. And that's because they're doing the work experience and there are going to be mess ups. You know, this was so eye opening for me because I came from um, a household that prepared me, you know, prepared me for for life as an adult. And um, a lot of these young people don't get that at home. They don't have that natural support of how are you doing in school? Um, let me check your homework. Um, don't you have to go to work today? Um, or just making sure they have a cell phone because that's that's needed now for young people. If you want them to go to work, that's how bosses communicate. And it's not the old fashioned way where, you know, you got a paper schedule and your boss will call your house phone. It, it doesn't work that way. So 
um, it's it's helping remove our, our youth's barriers and making them prepared for their responsibilities and being a support for them so that when they do leave us, they are able to stand on their own. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're there for them, but we try to prepare them for um, adulthood, for life after they leave us, because those are the barriers that they come with. So without spoiling too much of our future E-squared episode, the second half of Kristen's response just now does largely apply to our E-squared students. In keeping with the theme of transition, lowercase t this time, many graduates have the opportunity to further their education through our Youth Job Skills Program or through NTI, the North Texas Institute for Career Development. But the good news is that this isn't just an internal program. So our youth job skills is tailored to youth uh, 16 to 24 um, that have their high school equivalency or their diploma, and they um, can get a credential, an industry-recognized credential, so that um, they can get a like a higher paying wage job, so a skilled level job. Um, so they could get a credential in um, professional truck driving. Um, they could get it in one of our medical credentials, which is a certified medical administrative assistant or the billing and coding. Um, we have forklift certification. We have the IT certifications, CompTIA A plus and Network Plus. Um, we have retail customer service training food and customer service, child development associate. Um, we have a lot of different options. And, you know, the behind that was, you know, just like I mentioned, we don't want our youth um, either that just come in for this specific program or the E-squared youth that transition into this program mm-hmm. to leave um us or to start in the workforce out just kind of struggling at at minimum wage or a little bit, you know, above that, we want to get them in, you know, the higher paying wage jobs, a living wage, Mm -hmm. so that they can start making money and they can start um, really a career. And some of them, this is a easier leap for them, you know, from going from high school or a high school equivalency program into a shorter term credential. And getting their feet wet in kind of more class before going on to um, college. So that's the the idea behind the youth job skills um, program. And about how long does it take to earn one of these credentials? So they vary. It can vary anywhere from, you know, four hours all the way up to six months. And then there's stuff in between like a month six weeks, eight weeks. So it really depends on which credential you choose, but the maximum amount of time is about six months. So we have um, North Texas Institute. Mm -hmm. And so some of these courses fall underneath them. So it's through us. And then we have a leadership academy where the other courses like um, the the retail customer service or the accounting with QuickBooks. um, I'm trying to think of, of what else. Um, child development, those courses fall under the Goodwill Leadership Academy. So it's all done through us, the training. Um, and then the transition specialist, Jordan, um, checks in on, on weekly progress to make sure the student's progressing, doesn't have any difficulties, um, removes any type of barriers that they may have, like internet, um, laptop, because um, most of these courses are done online. 
Mm -hmm. um, except for with the exception of the forklift and the CDL that has some in-person, obviously some training. Right. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. With the equipment, that, that helps a little bit. Uh -huh. so, yeah. That that's how, sense. Yeah. That's all the training, the training is done. Okay. So what would be some of the benefits to going through youth job skills instead of, you know, seeking out these programs on your own? Are there scholarships available? Uh, is it just that, that interaction with the transition specialist? Um, what sets it apart? Yeah, all of the above. So everyone that goes through these that meets those qualifiers, the age limit, and then being a Tarrant County resident, it's free. So um, that's part of the the program. Again, another partnership um, that we have um, in the credentials are at no cost to them. The other benefit just like that is the support, like you mentioned. So the youth, um, the transition specialist is, is there um, to support them through the whole um, credential process from all the way from intake to meeting different metrics and marks and making sure that they're on pace to after they complete helping connect them with employers so that they can get employed in their new um, skill. You mentioned it was a, a partnership effort. Is that something that, um, you know, your team would initiate contact for if we wanted to get something like that started? Or are we approached by um, local, state, government organizations? Yeah, so that program came about because of the work that we did with E-Squared. So it's a partnership with Workforce Solutions for Tarrant County, mm -hmm. just to add you know an additional layer of services for the youth in Tarrant County. Um, and it's just, again, to not just for the E-squared students, but for all youth to ensure their next transition in kind of the process towards self-sufficiency in adulthood. I, I think that's the thing that we are trying to stress with this program specifically is that like, it's a great opportunity for E-squared students, um, but also just like, you know, as someone who, I mean, I'm 25, trying to navigate uh, career pages and stuff, is daunting. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and like what, you know, what credential, you make a good point, what credential or added added skill would be beneficial for, you know, my career path? This is, I know I want to, you know, say, be, um, you know, a social media manager one day. Mm -hmm. What does that look like for me? And that's what, you know, the transition specialist really sits down and helps them map that out. Well, then this credential and this credential would be definitely something that, you know, you would need. Um, so that's the other thing is it, you know, helps people put their dreams and goals on paper and make them smart goals um, and achievable. All right, so before I let you go, I'm going to do my best to sell these programs to you, the listener, at no cost. If you or someone you know are interested in our summer programs for youth with disabilities, the best way to sign up would be to contact your local vocational rehab office and mention Summer Earn and Learn, or visit our website for more information about this and Camp Independence. And if you want more information about our youth job skills or E-squared programs, you can visit our website to sign up and ask questions. I'll include links to all of these things in the episode description. 
But that is going to do it for us here today. Thank you all so much for listening. And remember, no matter where you are in your career, Goodwill has the tools and resources to help you transition towards your goals too. Bye. You have been listening to Goodcast, a podcast produced by Goodwill Industries of Fort Worth. If you like this episode, be sure to let us know somewhere on the internet and consider sharing it with a friend. You can stay up to date on all things Goodwill Fort Worth by following us on your favorite social media platforms or signing up for our newsletter. And if you would consider leaving a review of the show, I would super appreciate it. It is the fastest way to help us grow. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts.